Today is Tuesday, October the 24th, 2023. Welcome to episode 31 of Farm Wife Sexy Life with the Candy Couple. My name is Julia and myself along with my husband Aaron are a small homestead family in rural southwest Virginia that work every single day on being more self-sufficient and less dependent on outside sources. <laughs> so what that means is we are always working to improve our homestead. We know we'll never be fully um, independent, that we're always going to have to rely on the outside world for some of our needs, but our goal is to get that dependency down as much as we can. From the water we have, the food that we eat, our electricity, and also our finances. But there is a flip side to this. Um, and the flip side is, is that we have our hands in so many different things. And the other difference is between our homestead and a lot of others, both Erin and I work full time. And we're not a traditional, what you would consider homestead family. It's not the husband who works and the wife who stays home. We both work full time jobs over 40 hours a week, I would say. My minimum number of hours a week for me was around 45. So I work 45 hours a week on a nine, was actually like an eight to 4.30 job. Um, I start my day super early and we also don't have like a flexible schedule where we can do homestead chores while we're also working. When we're at our jobs, we are at our desk. So we're a little different that way, but we also have our hands in a lot of different areas too. We're trying to build a homestead garden, grow our own food, preserve our own food, do all of these things to help make us less dependent on outside sources. And it means we're super busy. Like there are times where we feel like we can't even breathe. And this is a season for us where we really feel like we can't breathe. We are so busy right now that one of the most important things about having a partner or husband a spouse for me is to make sure we're on the same page and we stay connected um, especially right now when we're busy because it's these times right now where you can really test your relationship and really see the weak points of your relationship and I, I will say for Erin and I we're not perfect we're, we're not perfect um I can get on his nerves he can get on mine um I can feel very naggy at times, and I can also come across as passive-aggressive. I don't mean to, and when I think I'm doing really good, I can be coming across completely different. And Aaron, there are times where he just is so focused that, you know, the it's just the job. It's just the world, and I will feel underappreciated and just, you know, really feel like there's a lot on me or the way things are said. Again, we both have passive-aggressive tendencies that we're working through. We are. We're really trying to make sure we're staying positive and staying connected. But even though we're not perfect, we still come together at the end. We still come together and we figure it out. We do the jobs that need to be done. And we are still husband and wife and we still love each other and want to keep doing this together. So the biggest thing I could say is we are together in what we do. I feel like a lot of times you hear couples like, well, I need to do this and they're doing this and I'm going to do this and, you know, they're going to do this. 
that's not Aaron and I's relationship. We do things together. We decide on things together. We try to do projects together. And it has nothing to do with the fact that he can't do it and I can't do it. It has way more to do with the fact that we enjoy being together. We like doing it together because we're on the same page. Most of the time, we need to do it together because we're working together. It's really, in the past few years, we've really defined and developed our teamwork efforts. Um, like building anything. When we started building the greenhouse, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a hodgepodge, a bit of a mess. It was our first really big project we did together. And I wouldn't say there were tension. We figured it out and we got it done, but we could have done it better. Ever since then, we've really leaned into each other's roles. Um, my role of, you know, kind of leading the project, figuring out what needs to be done, how it needs to be done. Aaron's role of really being the one who's building it and following the directions that I give. It might not make sense to him. A lot of times they don't. But we work together and we figure it out. So we always try to do these things together as a team because building that teamwork in a project we did together feel so much better than the projects we do on our own and there are things that we do do separate i do most of the food preservation in our house i mean it is what it is um but aaron will try to help me where he can he will you know help have the oxygen absorbers ready when it's time to do that so we're doing those those little bitty tasks together it's not just the big tasks also the little ones we always try to be each other's you know, support system. I always try to be Aaron's biggest cheerleader and whatever he needs to do and help walk and talk him through anything. I feel like that's something that I'm there for him to support him in whatever endeavors that he wants to go through and just talk it through. He is the big idea guy. He will come with an idea and a lot of times it will scare me <laughs> until we start talking it out. So that's something that's really important is you always want to make sure you are together and you're doing the things together. It's so important. Whether it's watching a movie, watching TV. it. I love hearing how couples like to watch TV in different rooms of the house. I, and I, if you're one of those couples and it works for you, I, that's just awesome. I don't know how it would work for me. I, you know, unless I'm doing something, I'm not going to watch my show and then he watch his. We watch our shows together. Now, does that mean Aaron misses out on some things? Yes, because I'm not really interested. Does that mean I miss out on some things? Yeah. But when Aaron's busy doing something else, I might watch Halloween, uh, cake challenge, whatever it is that I want to watch. And if I'm doing something, he'll watch his picking shows that he wants to watch or the tool shows because I'm not really that interested. I'm doing another chore that I don't really need help with. It's, you know, my, my job to do this. So he has a little bit of time to kill and he can watch what he wants. But when we're on the couch together and it's downtime, we're doing that together. And that leads it to my next point. We go to bed and we get up together. We try to have our meals together, as many of them as we can. If it's the weekend, we will have all three meals together. Or we really try very hard to. Unless like Aaron has something he needs to do or he decides to skip lunch. But we'll always try to have breakfast and dinner together. But we get up together. We go to bed together. I feel like this has always been a foundation to our relationship. It doesn't matter how tired we are. 
we get up together and do the job. If I have to go into work, <coughs> Aaron gets up with me. He'll pull the car up into the driveway, get him warm for me before I have to leave. Um, I always try to make sure there, there have been mornings when I didn't get up, but most of the time I do try to make sure I'm up and I'm, you know, able to see him out the door when it comes time and help him with any small little things he needs help with. So we always try to focus on doing the things that are most important to us together. And you've heard me talk in the past about how we put the baby to bed. We typically do that together. In the morning, we try to be there to get her up together. We get her ready in the morning together. If you haven't noticed, there's a common thing. We actually do things with each other. I, like solo parenting, and I understand it's real. It's a real thing, and people feel it. But I, I don't understand, like, and I guess I'm very naive when it comes to this, but for us, it's just always been so important that the family is center focused. And it took us so long to get her, and it was so hard to get her, that for us, our focus has always been on building a very strong family unit and taking that extra time, even though we're so busy, <laughs> we could spend that time doing something else. Taking those few minutes, um, those precious minutes that brighten up our day and get us really started to, to make life a little bit better. Um, so again, common theme together. Um, I always feel like couples who go to bed, who sleep, live in different schedules. I, I feel like that's where, you, you know, you kind of lose something. I'm, I've never really understood how... You know, you, you don't go to bed together, you don't get up together, you'll sleep in or stay up all night long and um, sleep in all day long while they're up doing other things, which is great, fun if it works for you. But I feel like you lose hours in talking and, you know, coming up with ideas and building a better, stronger foundation relationship um, in the long run. And Aaron and I have always done this. Ever since we've been together, we kind of naturally fell into these, um, naturally fell into these habits. And we've always kept them. Like, I've always been very careful about this. Like, if I'm cooking, um, right now he stays in the, uh, living room with the baby. But he knows, like, this is temporary. When I'm cooking, I expect you to be in the kitchen. Um, I'm not doing all this work. I, I don't like that. I like him to be in there with me because I'm the, you know, even if he's just there just to talk to me, I feel like it's very important. The next thing is money. So money is the thing that I feel like all relationships and couples is like the thing that creates the most amount of tension in, in relationships. You always hear about it. One's a spender, one's a saver. They're both spenders, they're both savers, but it's really hard to be on the same page with a completely different human being on money. It is so hard, especially if you don't have the same philosophies on money. I remember when I was dating. <laughs> I had just started dating. I was very late to the dating game. Um, like, very, very late. And one of the guys I was talking to, he said, oh, well, I like to spend money. And he was talking about, I'm like, well, I'm a saver. Oh, well, that'll be good. I need somebody to watch out for me and make sure I'm, you know, doing things I need to do. I'm thinking, I don't want to be your mother. 
They tell you you are allowed and not allowed to spend money. That that would bother me. When I got with Erin um, and we started dating, we naturally discussed money. We, we were very open with all of our money talks. Like we knew how much debt the other person had. We knew how much the other person was paying for car payments. We knew all of these things. We knew Aaron was working to get debt free and he could have ran away because I was not debt free. But we were very open in discussing these things. We naturally fell into a relationship with each other with money together that we always talked about every penny we spent. And because of that, we do not argue about money. We are always on the same page. And how does what does this have to do with staying connected with your partner? Well, if you're spending money and they don't know you're spending it, or they're spending money and you don't know you're spending it, that creates a divide, a wedge. And staying connected is about building a relationship, fostering feelings, and staying connected. And that connection has multiple, think of it as like wiring. You have multiple wires that are connected. If some of them start to fray, the rest will start to fray. So you want to make sure that you're you're not fraying the wires that need to be connected. And money is a huge aspect of our life. We don't want it to be. We do not. But if you're working to get out of debt, you're working to build, you know, a more self-sufficient lifestyle. Karen and I are frugal homesteaders. We know how important money is. We know how expensive homesteading can get, especially if you're trying to build it quickly. You're not going the slow road, the slow build. We understand completely what that's like. And knowing what you're spending, what your other person is spending, how much money is going out the door, how much money is coming into the doors. is so important. So important to stay connected, especially you know, you want to make sure like you're not completely locked out of the money talks. Like, do you know how much money there is? Do you know how much money you have to spend? It's just so important to be on the same page when it comes to money. I would say it's one of the biggest things out there because everybody says money is the one thing they fight over. It is like one of the biggest things they fight over is money. We were told we would be fighting over money. We don't because we've always been on the same page. I will tell you, Erin and I have bickered and argued. We've had hurt feelings, but we've never had a drag down flat argument. We just kind of sort of go to our own corners, deal with it, and then come back together. And we've never been on a different page when it comes to money. There have been times where I've been like, hey, can we hold back on the spending a little bit? Do you need anything else for this? And Erin's like, no, no, we're good now. Um, but we've always kind of been on the same page when it comes to spending, how much we're going to spend, and money and everything in general. Um, the other thing is going to be talking. Now, you're like, well, we're always together. We always talk. We always go through these. You need to be going over your goals. You need to be building goals together. You need to talk through those goals. You need to always be talking about those goals. I probably drive Aaron nuts with all of my talk about where we're going, what we want to do, and all this stuff. But he has those conversations with me. And what that does is it helps me make sure we're on the right place. We're in the right place. We're on the same page. It's so much harder to do what we do 
as moms, as women, as homesteaders, if we have a partner who's not on the same page as us. So much harder. I don't know how you do it if you're not on the same page. I couldn't even begin to imagine trying to do this without somebody who didn't want to do it with me. And I saw one YouTuber in past videos were like, yeah, well, they're not going to be the one who's out there butchering chickens. They, they don't want to do that. Well, if you're going to go into this, and I understand everybody has their place, everybody has their role, but I might not like it, but I'm going to have to do it. I'm not going to ask Aaron to do something I'm not willing to do myself. Um, it's just one of these things where if, especially when it comes to homesteading with a partner, I don't know how you do this without them being on the same page because there's a lot of work to building up a homestead. If you're not thinking the same things, you're not going together, you're spending money on things the other person really doesn't find very important. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like they would work well together. So your goal in here is to build a life together to build the life you want together. You should have that dream together. You should know what that is. So you have to talk through that. What does the future look like? What does the future hold? Do you plan to have children? I, I mean, I think it's crazy. A lot of people, you know, they're like, oh yeah, we decided we didn't want children. Nope, nope, nope. She says she wants kids. Like how? <laughs> and, and I will tell you, I knew Erin wanted kids. I knew he wanted kids. I did not. <laughs> I said I would adopt. Well, we changed later, and he was okay with that. But we had always had a plan to have a child at some point in time, whether it was through adoption or I, I was like totally no for the biological, but I was the one who changed my mind. It wasn't Aaron who said, no, I don't want kids. So for us, it's always, you need to be in the same chapter. At least be in the same chapter. And how are you going to know if you're not talking things through? Like, you need to be completely open with the person you're with. This is so important. I feel like it's one of the biggest things that's missing. And to have these real conversations is scary. And it's hard. And you're going to feel embarrassed. And if you can't be scared and have hard conversations and be embarrassed, um with this person for whatever reason then maybe that's not the person for you and i'm not saying no 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 don't think i'm telling you you're with the wrong person or anything like that i'm just saying the person that you marry that you are spending the rest of your life with they are not going to judge you for what you tell them or shouldn't because they love you um, you should be able to have completely, totally open, blatant conversations with them. Share your dreams and your goals and your desires, what you want in your life. And, you know, they should be like, okay, well, it's not quite what I want. I want something similar, but not quite, I guess. And then come together and find a common ground. And that's the next thing is you learn to compromise. Compromising in a relationship is so important. I know Aaron's strength is, you know, not in planning things. It's my strength is in planning things. And he knows that I can get overwhelmed very easy. So we have to be, you know, more understanding of each other's needs, more graceful with each other, give each other a little bit of grace and understanding that 
we're in high stress situations and find ways to get through them and compromise when things don't work out. Or if we want certain things the other person does not want. Here does not want meat rabbits. He's already told me he does not want meat rabbits. I would love meat rabbits because it's instant fertilizer. And I mean, they grow fast. It's quick meat. Um, so I'm willing to compromise with that. I'm really thinking quail. I think Aaron would be okay with quail over meat rabbits. Again, I'm getting what I want. I'm getting food that's produced really fast. Two sources of food, eggs and meat. And I think, you know, it's it just kind of learning how to be an adult and to, you know, get something that you want, but also the person that you love, give them something they want as well. You might not get everything you both want, but maybe you can get somewhere in the in between. I wanted a huge house, <laughs> huge house. I compromised moved here and we were going Aaron was gonna you know we were gonna do all the things and I, I made him compromise because like I don't want to do this massive build on because it's gonna get us even more into debt let's do a smaller renovation make it work and we'll get the areas that we want updated and we had to really talk through and work through how that looks like but we did it and the way we did it we both lost a few things but we both gained a lot and we both had to make compromises, compromises that worked for us. And while we didn't get everything we wished for, we got a lot of the things that we wanted. And I think if you can actually talk, you're doing things together, you're working things through, you're building goals together, you're going to find your connection to your partner, especially if you're doing this on a common basis. You can't just have the one conversation to be done. You need to be doing this all the time. You should always be talking to your husband, your wife. You should always be going, getting up and going to bed with them. Like, okay, I'm tired. It's time for bed. Get up and go with them. I mean, there's something to it just being together, even if you all are just going to bed together at the same time. There's something to that. There really is. I can't, can't even begin to explain to you what that means to me and Aaron. Just those small, tiny little things that don't seem very important, but are so important to a relationship. So, well, what do you do to stay connected to your partner? Do you have any ideas, tips, tricks, things, especially when life is busy? Because I know for us, these are very small things, but there are things that really keep us together. It really kind of hold our relationship together because the goal is we're going to raise a baby She's going to grow up to be a young adult, a young woman, and, you know, she's going to leave. And then it's just me and Aaron, and I want to make sure our relationship stays strong for when she leaves. We we are each other's, you know, whole world at that point. I don't want to be one of those couples that lives for their child, and then the child leaves, and then you don't know who you are with. So, what tips do you have? What tricks do you have? Um, as always, thank you for joining me on Farm Wife Sexy Life where we talk about why being the farm wife is a sexy life. And if you have any questions, comments, want to join me, please feel free to email me at thecandycouple at yahoo.com. And thank you for joining us on Farm Wife Sexy Life with Candy Couple, where we work hard, live simple, and enjoy life. Have a wonderful day.